0: Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to part two of our lessons in leadership, improving your practice. And uh, one of the really great speakers we had, and everyone was great, was Nick Bayer, who was the founder of Saxby's Coffee, which is this amazing chain that's out of Philadelphia. And Nick is just an incredible person. And and his thing was again, everybody likes coffee, but to say he is the best coffee, he said some people will say yes some people like dunkin donuts some people like starbucks some people like uh, the hospital coffee some people are crazy okay now the point is that what he does special is we recognize the best team members for our business have three traits outgoing detail-oriented and disciplined they're odd we have a lot of odd people at hopkins but i don't think it's because they're outgoing detail-oriented and disciplined And what he's been very good at is finding people who have not maybe been the top of their class, but they really have great skill sets. And then he can train them, because he said he could train anyone to make coffee, but you can't train people to be nice. We hire engaging people who embrace the importance of a positive human experience and accordingly believe in the business model with passion. As a result, our team members love the company and want to contribute to its overall experience. And that is just so, so important. Now, he says that we have three rules. Golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. The platinum rule, treat others the way they want to be treated. The double platinum rule, treat others the way they don't even know they want to be treated. And that's his goal. He wants your experience to be so good. He said radiology departments need to be proactive to facilitate a positive experience for our patients. Patients who refer to radiology begin their experience when they schedule the exam and complete the experience when the physician explains the results of the test. It's only, it's not just the CT scan or the MR or the ultrasound, it's the entire thing. When we speak about that, we'll speak about many different people who say the same thing, it's the entire. You can't just look at the one little piece. If people can't park, or the people at the front desk are nasty, or the people at the cafeteria are nasty, they're going to say that radiology sucked, okay? So it's not how good I read the CTs alone that makes a difference. Careful selection of receptionists, radiology nurses, technologists, with these three skills is essential for running a department that provides a positive experience. Because of the intrinsic unpleasantries of any medical procedure, our staff needs to go above and beyond and embrace the double platinum rule. Treat others the way they don't even know they want to be treated. Anticipate patients' needs and exceed their expectations. Nick went on to say that radiology residencies need to select students who are outgoing, detail-oriented, and disciplined, and instill in those trainees the importance of excellent customer service for their patients and ordering providers, radiologists who welcome interaction, who are receptive to consultations, and who generate interpretations that effectively and efficiently guide patient management, provide a positive experience for the referring providers. This is the business model that will ensure practice longevity as we transition to a value-based health system." And that's just very important what he said now we had trina spears here who kind of follows up that trina's running an incredibly successful company figs and her point was that you behave better when you feel better and how you dress impacts how you feel and how you interact with people follows very clearly so she said if you're wearing those scrubs that feel terrible that are itchy and scratchy you're just not happy but if you're wearing a uniform that you take great pride in then you're just going to do better. The healthcare industry has recognized the importance of the patient experience. Will we believe that the driver of patient experience is the medical staff experience? Again, going back to what Horst Schulte says, going back to what Marla Kaplowitz said, if we want to increase the patient experience, we must first improve the experience of the medical staff and providers. What we found through our work with hospitals around the country is that when patients walk into a hospital where each hospital department is color-coded by group, the hospital logo was embroidered on every top and all the scrubs and lab coats are well fitted and pressed. It changes how people think about the institution. From the patient's perspective, they trust the doctors and nurses and the opinions of the provider's performance improve exponentially. Again, if you look like you're a schlub, people are not gonna think much of you. Many patients visiting your department for the first time. Their confidence in the quality of your care will be influenced by the appearance of your physicians, house staff, nurses, and technologists. Make sure the uniform is a quality presentation may improve the patient's perceptions of your department and institution's quality. The proper dress code may have positive unintended consequences. On the other hand, if the point of contact to the providing care team is poorly dressed, patients may be concerned about the entire operation. And again, you can say they're in the business of creating good quality, Uh, materials and good quality scrubs but the fact is they have learned and they know that that's what people will look at if the floor is dirty if the ceiling is dirty if the cafeteria is dirty then what makes you think the ORs are clean or the hospital beds are clean or the rooms are clean again perception often becomes reality and Trina was very good at making that very clear now Mia Taneri. She runs a very, or she's one of the senior people at a very impressive company, Tate Marketing. They do tours like Madonna and the Olympics and the Rolling Stones and the Pope. Well, they need to create incredible experiences. But when you're going, a one-time event is one thing. If you're in Las Vegas only with Celine Dion, it's important to get things right, but you control the environment. But if you're moving like, let's say... um, Uh, a concert you know you're moving every single night you have to unpack and repack and rebuild okay taylor swift did 89 cities that's 89 different times of packing and unpacking and clients recognize when you are prepared or aren't prepared for any eventuality and as a real impact on whether they trust you things will always break that will always happen we know that It's not the breaking that you get pissed off about, it's the fact that nobody can fix it. If things break and you fix them, the customer is very happy. Ultimately, the result is letting our clients know that they are a priority, even while we're multitasking. We want to effectively convey to all our clients the full confidence that they have our primary concern and focus of attention. Nobody wants to know in the restaurant that you're serving 100 people, okay? And we'll speak about that. They only care about themselves, and that's all you should care about. That becomes very, very important. And uh, what she mentioned was that communication is the key for my job as a marketer, as people won't tell you answers to questions you don't ask. Connecting with people, communicating. Communications are not always required to speak, but rather to listen. Listening allows you to comprehend others' perspectives and also allows you to connect and understand them. It's critical to understand your audience and the purpose of your business. Only when you're truly informed about your business and your clients can you effectively communicate. And that requires communication and research. Emilia went on to say that no one gets to the top without a team. Be a team player. I wouldn't be able to garner press a new business without every other person at Tate. It's important to recognize your strengths and recognize the strengths of others. Most important, take time to inspire and be inspired by others. Passion about a business is what truly keeps us going on a daily basis. Set goals, take time to appreciate your achievements, and don't spend time listening to the noise. Just as Mrs. Tenere, Tenere said in her own business, we need to take the time to talk with our clients, to learn what they like or don't like about the ways in which we conduct our business and treat them as customers. Our customers often have strong opinions about how we run radiology, and we must take the time to talk with them and learn how we can do better. That stands in stark contrast to many many radiology groups whose physicians take great interest in the imaging part of the business, but don't take time to learn how things are going in other parts of the business, be it marketing, scheduling, patient relationships, nursing, the technologists. Radiologists are often blind to several important facets of their own business, and this has the potential to be very dangerous for the practice's long-term health. Tina Wells, actually Tina spoke with us twice, and both the times she spoke about trends, and this was her most recent talk from 2018 when she spoke about Generation Z and some of the top trends. She said the top trends through the lens of a small generation of people with the potential to have a disproportionate impact on the world is Generation Z. And who are those people? People who are 18 to 22, and in many ways, they have more similarities with Generation X than with Millennials. Generation Z tends to be practical and driven, and this is reflected in their top 10 trends. So it was just a couple of them I'll cover. We're not going to go through all 10, and if you want to know all 10... You're going to have to read the article but let's look at some of them seeking purpose with purpose companies appealing to consumers emotions and doing good is nothing new however it's now a virtual expectation that companies engage in purposes beyond purely making money this has put the responsibility on companies to adopt and promote purposes in many companies in, in, indeed many companies now use marketing particularly online and social-based media, to define what they stand for, and not just about their products. In addition to choosing companies with purpose, many Gen Z people are entering the workforce looking for companies that align with their values and passion. The healthcare industry should naturally be able to appeal to consumers and prospective employees in the basis given the centrality of patient well-being to the healthcare enterprise. She talked also about show, social shopping. Social media companies are seamlessly incorporating ads into their platforms, allowing users to click and purchase items when browsing. These ads may have the appearance of other users' posts. From the sign of information and posting habits of users, companies can define ages, interests, locations, demographics, and behavior. This information is driving how the ads are created. This may be an opportunity for radiology to reach out to members of Generation Z and provide important information on tests, such as screening exams. Some women are concerned that they will not have access to mentoring by men, and that alone becomes very important, as well as one of the trends. In healthcare, in which mentorship becomes very, very important, and the majority of graduate medical students are now women, we must ensure that women continue to have access from men in the MeToo era. And that became very important mentioned as well. Now, AI, I just came back from RSNA where I spoke yesterday how AI was critical. AI is becoming very, very important in what people expect. Uh, Elon Musk has gone on as far as to start a company focused on the creation of ultra-high bandwidth interfaces that can connect human brains to computers. We seem to have reached the tipping point where computer, where consumers understand AI and are increasingly accepting of the ways in which it can improve their lives. The AI revolution in healthcare is just beginning. We'll be impacted by machine learning algorithms that can make sense of immense data sets and generate predictive analytics beyond and based on that data. Radiology and pathology are likely to be the two specialties most impacted early in this AI transition. She also spoke about total transparency. Consumers value transparency. If companies are trying to hide something, people will find out and they will not trust the company. Outside of a company's customer base, shareholders and employees also value transparency. It's very important to recognize That surely in healthcare, consumers want complete transparency from their healthcare providers so they can participate as active stewards in their own health. In addition, consumers are interested in healthcare costs and will demand increasing transparency regarding how those costs are indeed derived. Broadly, Tina mentions, Generation Z seems to be following in the footsteps of Generation X, and being practical and job-driven. They also want to follow the trends of seeking purpose, early adoption of AI, and an emphasis on self-care. The healthcare industry should be interested in having Gen Z employees on board to help steer the ship in new directions. Large hospital systems often have large amounts of important content, but knowing how to get that content to people will be an evolving process strategically placed members of Generation Z can help with that process. Radiology must become proactive in meeting the needs of Generation Z. Not only are Generation Z going to be responsible and control their own healthcare, but will inevitably be involved in the healthcare of elderly relatives, even to the extent that they may become the focal point for ensuring proper healthcare for their families. So again, very, very critical. Now, following that, Anna Griffith spoke very much this power of stories. And she made the point that a radiology practice success hinges on the best staff and the best providers. Recruitment should create marketing materials that incorporate images and videos to best convey the character and mission of the organization. People want to be part of an organization that has an important mission. That's why people want to join Apple and Google. People want to join important organizations. Residency and fellowship training programs can engage medical students with online video clips designed to illustrate the resident culture at your institution. One of the most common metrics that students describe in the decision-making is whether I feel it's a good fit. The web can tell your story and make sure indeed that it indeed is a good fit and very similar with the patients, okay? Patient selection of radiology department is often limited by the provider's referral patterns and insurance, we know that. But also, if radiology is perceived as impersonal because we've not provided direct patient care, then there is this opportunity to create a positive experience. Practices that can demonstrate the character of their faculty and staff will provide potential and existing patients with the reassurance of a positive brand experience. Anna goes on to talk about that in marketing stories are more important than hard facts. I believe that a company's destiny follows the stories. Customers, companies rather than want to increase their market share, need to begin to tell their story and instill within the viewer a sense of the character, not just the products. And several of our speakers made that point that I know you're selling a product. We're selling CT We're selling healthcare, but it's the sense of who we are and what we do that becomes important. The company's story is not a vehicle just to sell its product, but it's to humanize the customer's relationship within the organization. Some marketing campaigns have focused on sharing the personality of the company's employees, which transforms the customer's view from a corporation to a group of engaging individuals. The company is personalized by introducing the people who drive its operations as people rather than divisions. A radiology success hinges on attracting the best staff. Recruitment needs to really focus on why you're special, why you have a critical mission, and why people should join you and not go somewhere else. And again, as I mentioned, this is the same thing within the residency program. So, Anna does make the point again, as the prior speakers did, about the importance of the story, about thinking what you're doing, and knowing how to do the process. Now, let's look a little bit further. And the same process is really with brand name, but I see the time is getting tight. So, let's just take a few minute break, and we'll come back with Marissa Freeman, who's going to speak about the importance of your brand and how it's easy to build a brand, but it's much easier to lose it. And we'll come back in a couple of moments. Be right back. Thanks.